Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Major Fred Galvin is our very special guest, and he's done just terrific work, not only uh, you know on the battlefield in the name of the uh, country, and uh, just an amazing career afterwards and talking to people about some very important things. A Few Bad Men is a true story of an elite team of U.S. Marines and set up to take the fall for Afghanistan war crimes and and they did not commit, by the way. Uh, we should point that out. But I, I think it's an important book. I think it's a must for everyone. A Few Bad Men is the name of it. Get two of these books, everyone. And again, it's the whole thing is A Few Bad Men, the true story of U.S. Marines ambushed in Afghanistan and portrayed in America. Shame on us for this one. Major, how are you? Great, Frank. How are you? Terrific. Difficult book, I imagine, to write, probably, you know, half angry, half emotional in other ways, but very important to get out this book and get out the truth. Absolutely. And uh, this, many people can relate to something where, whether in a relationship or that could be a work relationship, family relationship, something was unjust. And this is a book, it's nonfiction, but it takes it to the extreme because obviously we expect when we go overseas and you know this is a group of marine special operators uh, seven of us who were falsely accused of uh, killing alleged afghan women and children they said it was 19 killed and 50 wounded the largest number of alleged uh, afghans killed by direct fire rifles weapons and uh, so but we expect the enemy to one, shoot at us and blow us up, which they did, and two, two us, uh, you know, these are terrorists. They're going to spin everything to say, oh, everybody died, they were all civilians. That is expected. And in our heads, we had trained, and that was fully understandable. Uh, what is not something that we could comprehend was how the U.S. military quickly buckled to the Afghan president. So the Afghan president was taking a lot of heat, Oh, you got to do something. These civilians were killed. They had rioting going on. So Hamid Karzai went out and publicly condemned us, and that caused our American generals to uh, act very courageously. No, I'm being facetious. Yeah. Our American generals quickly buckled, and during a criminal investigation, before it was ever even determined, they kicked us out of the country. When Here's what uh, they had gathered. They just talked to the, the first 10 Marines, no Afghans, and then they decided with that information, the first 10 Marines on our patrol that you know, we were blown up, we were shot at on both sides of the road, hit with sniper fire, that these guys need to get out of the country. We're going to expel them. And then, of course, when you rush to judgment and a higher group like the military, well, the investigators' findings of fact are obviously going to match what the, the general's decision was to do to kick us out and then we had this uh, investigations gone wild with 45 criminal investigators and four prosecuting attorneys dogpiling against the seven of us. So uh, what also was despicable is, yes, we expect the Army to have inter-service rivalry, but the Marine Corps, they didn't want an elite with an elite. And we were the very first Marine commando unit to be formed, trained, and deployed over into combat in Afghanistan. The Marine Corps didn't like they tried this 
in World War II with the Marine Raiders, and after two years, they disbanded them, saying, literally, quote-unquote, it's not in the best interest for the Marine Corps to have an elite with an elite. And those Raiders went away to the infantry, went on to fight uh, in Okinawa. But in our case, they still didn't want an elite with an elite. And uh, this trial is described in this book is uh, the longest trial in Marine Corps history. It's, uh, you know, they dogpiled on, on a seven to one odds, the prosecution against the defense. And then it literally, when we went to trial, it was just myself and one other Marine officer. Uh, so basically 49 against two. Uh, we don't fight in combat with those kind of odds, but uh, they will when they sacrifice their own. And you see this, this story was about a gun battle, not, Jason Bourne's knock list or locations of submarines at sea. It had no reason to be classified. But every time there was a defense uh, witness with exculpatory information, the the Marine colonel in charge of the court would go to a classified session, move the media completely out of the courtroom so the jury heard everything and they exonerated us. But the media heard nothing, and that's what led for, after the trial, years and years of these accusations that we got away with murder. So this book, A Few Bad Men, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold, audio book and hardcover, electronic book, this is a compilation of you know what happened before the Marine Special Operations were formed, all the combat action we did in Force Recon over in Iraq, our combat action in Afghanistan, the longest uh, trial in Marine Corps history, and what was not heard by the media. So if your listeners loved the combat action of the lone survivor in Afghanistan or American sniper in Iraq or the movie, A Few Good Men. Uh, This has all that wrapped up into one and is such a hard-hitting book. Uh, Literally, when you read it, you're just like, how did this literally happen? And these leaders got away with it. That's a question we need to ask ourselves when we're looking at what's going on over in Russia that they're tripping over themselves because they have an issue with bad morale. Well, we don't want to have that same thing happen to us if we're looking to potentially fight a serious opponent in the future one day, God forbid, like China or Russia. Uh, We're not fighting guys wearing flip-flops in AK-47s. You know, we have to have competent commanders. We have to have high morale in our military, and they have to be effective. And that's a... That's what this, the point of this book is all about. Major, I want to, maybe I'm naive, but I want to believe that the American people, the real the American people, are going to be sympathetic with you from the get-go, that we trust our soldiers much more than we trust the politicians and the leaders that are subservient to the politicians and kind of go along to get along with them. But I'm so glad you wrote this book, A Few Bad Men, the story of U.S. Marines ambushed in Afghanistan and betrayed in America. Everyone, get this book. Major Fred Galvin is our very special guest. Before we let you go, can you give us anything else that you want to add before we leave you and or you leave us, I should say, and also give us your website, social media site, or whatever we need to follow along with what you're doing? Yes, on Facebook, it's at FC Galvin. A website they can get more information is at uh, www.commandoshow.com. And, you know, the main thing is when people are fighting against something that's perceivably much larger than themselves, this book describes that and how we and our men fought through that and are at the point we're at today with 
all these issues of depression, mental health, veteran suicide, uh, those, those are real things. And what's in this book is truly able to, most people probably can identify not with if, if they're not a veteran, but with the challenges that are seemingly impossible and how to overcome that. So really hope your listeners get a lot out of this book, just the historical facts and how it can be applied to their lives. Major, thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for your service and to your colleagues. I hope a few bad men ends up on the screen real soon, and we're cheering you on. Major, thank you. Thank you, Frank. Major Fred Galvin, retired U.S. Marine Corps, and a few bad men is the name of his book. And listen, I don't know the story as well as some of you others may, but again, it does sound like they got thrown under the bus from everything I've read on it, everything I've seen. It, it seems like they got thrown under the bus, so unnecessarily thrown under the bus, politically speaking. And as he said, the jury, once somebody explained everything and all the facts, the jury was with them. But you know what? Every once in a while, we do something that we should really be ashamed of ourselves as a country. And Vietnam is the example I always give. We treated those people who came back, those soldiers from Vietnam, so disgustingly terrible. And if you think about it, they just, you know, most of them were drafted. Very few of them just went over voluntarily. These guys were drafted. They went over there. Everyone before them, Korea, World War II, World War One. they came back. These guys were heroes. They were heroes when they came back. Vietnam veterans came back to this country, and, you know, you hear the famous stories about a guy being in a cab and saying to the New York cab driver, I just got back from Vietnam, and the cab driver said, so what? You know, like, what do I care if you came back from Vietnam? And that's the attitude that was there. And what a disgraceful episode in our country's history. And, yeah, it was a bad war. There's no doubt Vietnam was a terrible war. But the soldiers? You're going to take it out on the soldiers? That's something you take out on the politicians and the president. You know, the presidents at the time. Certainly, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson. I mean, uh, disgraceful. But, you know, look, if they can find soldiers to throw under the bus, they usually do. And my first tendency, and again, this is without knowing the book, uh, just knowing a little bit about the story behind the book, I, my first tendency is uh, let's believe the guys that have, you know, now the men and women who have put their lives on the line for, for the country, let's believe them before we believe the politicians because we know, and I've been in politics a long time, we know politicians lie through their teeth and they will throw people under the bus and they look for scapegoats and when they do it and they find soldiers who've seen combat and have seen you know death right before their eyes and when they do it to folks like that and to the marines uh, you know shame on us if we uh, immediately assume that any of that is true give the military in this country the benefit of the doubt and the military people the soldiers that are on the ground give them the benefit of the doubt and find out for yourself and if we turn out to get burnt and that they are uh, they've done some bad things and all right then we call them out on it but a few bad men the true story of U.S. Marines ambushed in Afghanistan and betrayed in America. Major Fred Galvin, U.S. Marine Corps, retired, has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.